spoiler warning. The following discussion will contain spoilers. We recommend checking out the movie first, then coming back to hang with us. But, if you don't care about that, glad to have you here. Alright everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. And I'm John. And we are your real movie guys. It's February, so that means all this month we will be celebrating the real season of love. The Real Season of Love is a celebration of romantic comedies and Valentine's Day must-watches. On today's episode, we'll be taking a look at When Harry Met Sally. Harry and Sally have known each other for years and are very good friends, but they fear sex would ruin their friendship. Now, John, this is a uh, time-old tale, I would say, right? Two friends falling in love, getting together. I want to argue, and Harry met Sally, they did it right. (laughs) (laughs) I think this movie actually is really successful on a lot of fronts. Now, John, before we even dive into this, were you familiar with this film at all? Did you ever watch this prior to this review? Can't say I have. Okay. Or at least I don't remember seeing it. What kind of expectations did you have? I'm, I'm curious. I've seen this before, several times, actually. What expectation did you have going into this? I had zero expectations zero. going into this. All right, and what were your overall thoughts? Let's start with it. What, what did you think? I feel like it was better than a zero. Better than a zero? <laughs> All right, well, that's not <laughs> like, a good start. <laughs> the one, one thing I would take away from this whole movie right. is Billy Crystal's character. I feel mm-hmm. like he played the character very well. I felt like he did a good job with it. And I feel like he worked well with his other castmates, too. Meg Ryan, I feel like, yeah. Yeah, they worked very well together. So there's ingredients that go into an excellent romantic comedy, if not a superior romantic comedy. The attraction of the two leads, and this movie nails that. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, them two together, I, I would believe they were together in real life. Everything from their despise of one another at the beginning of this movie, right up to when they actually fall in love, I thought it was incredibly believable. It was it was it had a natural flow. Uh, their banter is extremely well going back and forth. I do love the portrayal of the mixed emotions that they feel for each other. I think they did a really good job. This is like superior acting, in my opinion, especially from those two leads. You have Meg Ryan, who's the somewhat uppity, like, but somewhat naive, I, I would argue, in some ways about life. And then you have Billy Crystal, who's who wants love, right? He wants someone to care about, but he's going about it his own way. He's got that little, if he starts off being kind of like a dark, humorous personality. I love his whole theme of like, he reads the end of a book before, because he's not sure if he's going to die the next day. So he wants to make sure he knew how the book ended. I think that's hilarious. You just see his character develop too, throughout the whole movie. He's always got that quick one-liner, that quick little story anecdote back and forth. But again, they really, really work well together. I, I thought it was extremely believable. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it's interesting, too, how they represent stereotypes of how men and women see each other. I think you would agree with that, John, right? We always see, as men, and this isn't sex, this is the thing, we always see women being, like, the picky type, right? Like, when you go out to eat and they're picky and they want something done a certain way, And just, like, hung up over little things that we could just get over. And I think women, for the most part, see men the same way. They see us as pigs in some way, right? Where we just sleep with a girl and we leave. Or we're not as romantically attached as they would like us to be or emotionally open. I think this movie does an excellent job capturing just those representations that men and women see each other. You can almost see yourself in these characters in that way. 
Right. This movie asks the ultimate question, and it is an ultimate question that I think is still poised to today, is can men and women be friends without being romantically linked? And this movie kind of answers that. I, I don't know if it's the answer everyone's looking for. Essentially, they say no. <laughs> At least as far as I see it. They essentially say no in this movie. I think it does a really good job, though, just portraying two sides of that story. And it also examines a lot of the coming and going of people in our lives, which I think is part of the charm of this movie, too. Just the whole idea of falling in love, out of love, and then just importantly finding out who's best for you. Because we see throughout the whole movie, Billy Crystal playing Harry Burns and Meg Ryan playing Sari Albright. They're not together right away. It takes a long time in this movie. Start hating each other to building a friendship and then that slowly that friendship evolving over time to eventually they fall in love and realize they're the ones for each other. But I like how along the way we find them dating other people, right? Or they were in a relationship, for example... Billy Crystal is married at one point and then he gets divorced. He tells that awesome divorce divorce story where they're at the baseball game. Absolutely love that scene. I think that's great. We start to see them evolve as characters about what they want out of life. And I think that's just that's truly endearing to this movie's story. Just the idea that, you know, someone can be in your life and out of your life within an instant. I think Meg Ryan is talking to Carrie Fisher at one point and they're talking about oh, you know, you should date my best friend. That way we can still be friends after, you know, after you start dating him. She's like, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, if you date somebody else, we're not going to be friends anymore because you're going to be spending too much time with them and we're just going to drift apart. And she's like, no, no, I would never do that. And, but that's true It's in some regard, right? Usually when you get with somebody else, whether you get married or you start dating a new person, your core friend group you kind of start to slip away in some instances, not all the time, but it, it does happen. That's also the weird thing too, that this movie shows it so many ways. Like you really do realize as you start getting older, who your true friends are and who are the people that are going to be there all the time for you. We, we have to really talk about, we have Bruno Kirby and the legendary woman herself, Carrie Fisher. Their supporting characters are oddly more important than you would think in this movie. While they don't have a ton of dialogue, all their interactions with the, the main characters, they work as perfect foils to the main cast. One of the best scenes in the movie, too, is when they go on a double date and Billy Crystal brings up Bruno Kirby as to date Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan brings Carrie Fisher to date Billy Crystal. And while they're at dinner, they end up finding out they like the opposite person they were there to see. The friends fall in love and they're like, what the hell's going on? You guys are supposed to be dating each other. And I like that scene. And then they go into the, the whole wedding scene towards the end of the movie and Bruno Kirby, like, they're giving a toast at the end, and he's like, we have to thank Harry and Sally, because if we actually found them remotely attractive, we wouldn't be together. And it's almost like a big slap in the face to them. But, again, their, their comedic timing, I would even argue this is one of Carrie Fisher's better movies, especially for her acting. You know, she is Princess Leia, of course, you know, so take that as it is. I think we got to see, like, another level to her. It'd be be re really convincing. And she's a good foil to Meg Ryan, and they're both good foils. I, I think they work really well as characters. The truly romantic part of this film is just watching a relationship grow between two people who are naturally opposite of one another. They really seem like they would have no chemistry, would have nothing to do with one another. But just that slow build. While a lot of people I could see could be turned off by that, like we, it's not an immediate payoff. Like You like to see some kind of spark. We don't get that in this movie, and I think this movie just does a really good job. It just it combines all the ingredients that you would look for in a romantic comedy. Love, attraction, understanding. 
And ultimately, I think the message of this movie is a little bit of luck, because a lot of the times they just kind of coincidentally run into each other. It's like at the airport, after it's been a, a couple of years since they saw each other since college, they just happen to bump into each other in an airport, and that starts it all over again. I think you need all those elements truly in real life to have a relationship, and I think this movie captures what a relationship can be like. And then we have the memorable exchanges. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of really good scenes. I can see someone making the argument where... It feels like this movie's kind of anecdotal at times. Would you agree with that, John? Where it's really just someone telling a story about something that happened to them. Yes. But I don't mind that necessarily because I feel like we're getting snapshots in their life. Usually when you see a friend, you're telling a friend a story about something that happened to you, right? Nine times out of ten, that's usually what's happening. Oh, I did this and then yada yada this and this happened. That That's true to life. As funny as this is, as this is being a Hollywood movie... That's like the most realistic thing that happens in this movie, just hanging out with friends and telling them about your life and what's what's going on with you. This movie really captures that. There's a really good scene, which it's a kind of a weird scene, as Billy Crystal's telling a story about a dream he had where he was in the Olympics and one of the Olympic judges was uh was disguised as his mother and she gave him like a five point eight out of t- out of ten or something <laughs> like that. Like it's just really weird stories like that. And I, I think that's a whole part of this charm of this movie. They really nag that chemistry. I brought up earlier the whole baseball scene where he's talking about his divorce. This movie just really captures that intimacy we have with one another when we're telling stories. I think it works 100%. And you can't forget the famous O scene. You know, Harry's talking about, oh, I've never met a girl that faked an orgasm. I, I've never done that. You know, they, they, it's always real for me, always real. And then in the middle of the restaurant, Meg Ryan just starts going, oh, yes, yes. She starts faking it like nobody's nobody else. And the whole restaurant stops and they're staring at her. And again, we get the whole famous, I'll have what she's having seen. But again, it's like interactions like that. And Harry even says it once when they're in the batting cages, when he's with his friend, when he's with um, Bruno Kirby. He's asking him, like, why are you friends with a girl? That's really weird. Like, what's going on? Are you going to hook up or something? He's like, no, no, that's not what we're doing here. He's like, I get to see both sides of it. I get to see my side where I could talk to you about things. And then I could talk to her about other things. He's like, I made her meow last night. And he's like, you made her meow? What the hell does that mean? He's like, see, if I I told Meg Ryan, if I told Sally that, she'd she'd be under okay and understanding with that. I can't talk to you about these kind of things. It, It works great for me. There's always that thing where, like, you could talk to, like, your buddies about things. Right. But then you could talk to, like, your wife about things. Right. And it's kind of like But it's totally different. Like, each person's totally different. But you each have, like, your own connection to each other, you know? And that's what this ends up feeling like. It feels like a, a standard relationship, but they're just building it slowly. They're laying that foundation for a friendship. But ultimately, that's what you want out of a, another, you know, a significant other when you find someone. You want to be able to talk to them about things you can't talk with your friends. And that, that's where this movie really captures that. I think it, it's a special spark. It's very unique, in my opinion. It does have its stereotype tropes, of course. The end, we have Harry running to Sally on New Year's Eve, I guess, technically, at that point. He's running to her, and he goes up to her, and he's yelling at her. You know, these are all the reasons I love you. This is what it is. It's not because of, you know, I just I just I want to be with you. I need to be with you. I see all these things about you. I think that's a, a really romantic ending. Again, this this movie truly does have a romantic side to it. Yeah, very dramatized, but but it works. Romantic. <laughs> and it works for Hollywood. I get I agree. The only negative I would give this movie and I feel like some people may argue about it, but I I think it's something for me that I have I don't really like the mini love story interviews throughout the movie. Throughout the whole film we get couples telling us their love stories you know they're going about how 
their their unique story of how they met their significant other. While I understand what they're going for, they're just trying to show us how all love stories are unique and different. And when Harry met Sally, it's no different, right? It's just as unique, and there's a million different ways a story, a love story, can be told. In a way, I feel like it slowed the pace, because the pacing's actually pretty quick in this movie. I don't think it's slow at all, but when they put these little, like, breaks in between... I just don't feel like they're necessary. They didn't really add anything to me. I just felt like you were just trying to shoehorn in, like, oh, look how quirky and impractical our love story is, just like all these others. I didn't really need that reinforcement. It's not a strong negative, because, again, I don't know if it totally impedes the film's progress, but it's still a negative to me, in my opinion. So what are some of your negatives, John? Now, you didn't seem so blown away by this movie as I was. What are some of the points that you didn't like? Like, anything. I'll, I'll take whatever you got. I'm, I'm curious to see what you thought. Because a lot of people consider this to be a cinematic classic. So I'm, I'm curious to see where you stand with it. I felt like this movie was... It was not a bad movie. Right. But by no means would I think of it as, like, classic. That's must surprising. Watch. That's surprising. I'm, I'm definitely on a different spectrum for you for as far as that's concerned. What would you like to have seen? Is there something you'd like to have seen specifically? I don't know. I think it needs more action or something in it. I don't uh, know. Get Harry, like... Like grabbing somebody... Sally off the train and just like <laughs> saving her off the New York City metro. <laughs> sure, something. King Kong shows up. I don't care. But it was just kind of like it's again one of those movies where it's definitely not my genre to watch. Danger genre. I'll tell you that but, right now. But like, I understand how some people can enjoy this. Hey, as just, long as you can do that, that that works. I think it's not in my wheelhouse. Like, no, I, I'd say for not. But I think we're at that point though where we're gonna give our final scores. I'm gonna give. When Harry met Sally, an A+. I know we're on totally different spectrums right here, but I think this is like the perfect rom-com movie. Even more so than anything we're going to probably review, you know, this whole The Real Season of Love. I think When Harry Met Sally nails it. It nails everything you'd be looking at in a romantic comedy. It has a natural, grounded relationship that's from the ground up. We get to experience the whole thing. Never felt boring. I wouldn't even argue it felt a little compelling at times. Where I was curious to see like what the next step was, like what was going to happen in their lives when they got around the next corner. Amazing acting. You have Meg Ryan just being her classy self. Billy Crystal, Mr. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> we didn't even touch on that. Maybe next Mike month. We'll, maybe next month we'll talk a little Monsters Inc. But Billy Crystal just—he's got the one-liners. He's got the quick quips back. The stories. This movie has it. It has the charm. It has the romance. This is a romantic comedy. I think you guys have to check out. John, where do you stand with this film? I give this movie a C plus. Ooh, ow. That's right. Ow. Definitely, definitely no A. <laughs> like for everything that we talked about and everything I said, like that's just how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. It's not like I wouldn't say it's anything too much to this movie, but you don't think it's special. Just say it. No, I know you're right all. there. You're trying not to. You're trying special. to coast around it. It's not special. Special is definitely not a. This is definitely not one of those top movies. I disagree, man. Or a movie I have to go back and watch again. I disagree. I think the chemistry's there. I think the story's there. The ending is one of the greatest of all time. Just that rushing up to you know confessing your love. Just when you know that culmination of emotion. I think it really works. Is it a bit cliche? Yeah. For sure, especially the end. But I think everything leading up to that is maybe less cliche, I would argue, to where we got to just see people be real people. This felt like a very deep story. And we didn't really touch on it, but this is actually directed by, by Rob Reiner. I really like Rob Reiner. He's, he's, he acts in things. He directs things. He directed The Princess Bride. 
absolutely love that movie. If you haven't checked out that movie, please do. Princess Bride, phenomenal film. Phenomenal film. John's shaking his head. I don't think he thinks so. He's entitled to his wrong opinion. Don't forget that. Rob Reiner actually wrote this movie based on his experiences after getting divorced. He was recently divorced. And ironically, he found his wife that I believe he's still married to to this day during the filming of this movie back in 1989. So I think he was able to draw a lot of that single feeling mentality where you're just you're alone in the world. You're trying to find the right person. You're not too sure what's going on. So I I can see where a lot of this came from. I think that this script, this direction is absolutely phenomenal. I think it's a cinematic classic, especially for the rom-com genre. I think you guys need to check it out. John, he doesn't seem to think so much. You guys can, can go follow us over on, on YouTube at the real movie guys on YouTube. You can go over there, like subscribe. Tell us in the comments. Do you agree with Kevin? Do you agree with me? Of course you agree with me. Or, and why do you think that this is a cinematic cinematic classic? I can't even get the words out there. He's, he's so intimidated by my choice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that A-plus is really getting to me. You could also tell us over on Twitter what you thought of this movie and other ones that we've covered. And you could also follow us on Instagram. You can listen to us on many podcasting platforms, such as... Yes, for your listening pleasure, we are also available in podcast form at iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, and Pocket Cast. Be sure to give us a listen at any of those fine places. If you're here right now, hey, greatly appreciate it. Just search out Real Movie Guys. We should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us for this episode of The Real Review. My name's Kevin. That guy over there, he's John. We are your Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. And don't forget, love is in the air as the real season of love continues. We'll catch you next time. May the love be with you.